Hey, badasses. I'm Kelly Young. And I'm Stevie Stace Kirsch. And we're your hosts for the Badassery Life podcast, a podcast where we feature the stories of women that make us say, that's badass. Through this podcast, we want to lift others up and empower all women to own their badassery life. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We'd also love it if you join us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Badassery Life. And if there's a badass woman you want us to know, email us at badasserylife at gmail.com. Okay, Stevie, before we get started, I just have to say, I went to the dentist today and um, I'm numb and like had to have my mouth open for two hours. So um, I'm going to, hopefully I'm not going to like fumble. Did you do your extra, your mouth exercises? A, E, I, O. No, but okay. tell you what, some of that shit they put in your mouth about gag on. So anyway, um, you but- sound great. Thanks. Yeah. Well, Ginny will edit us out. Ginny, if I sound like I'm like, huh, then like, <laughs> let me know. Um, all right. So you guys didn't come to hear about that. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started with the episode. With each episode of Badassery Life, you know, we hope to awaken the badass in you by bringing you stories of powerful, beautiful, bold women like this one. Okay, Stevie, today's guest has tenacity and talent when it comes to cycling. She grew up riding her bike as a kid and loving the independence her bike gave her. Fast forward to after college when she started taking spin classes at the YMCA at the Anthonyum, which is in Indianapolis downtown. Uh, There she met a group of mostly male cyclists who invited her to join their group rides. Frustrated that she was always in the back, she built up her stamina and strength, and before long, she was kicking ass, moved up to the front, even onto podiums after competing in crits, which she'll explain to us what that is. Fast forward again, and now she's the founder of the IU Health Momentum, thriving and serving as the only female founder manager in the American Cup Series, which she also helped to found. Talk about a badass. Stevie, meet Jennifer Savar. Oh, my Gosh. Okay. Full disclosure. My husband and I ride our bikes every year to the 500 race in Indianapolis. And we got our bikes out this year. We got them already. And my husband's like, when do you think we rode these bikes last? Well, I can tell you, honey, because our label is still on from last year's Indianapolis 500. <laughs> so I commend you. I'm in awe of you. I'm not worthy of you, Jennifer. You are a badass. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't think I'm a badass, but hey. Oh my God, you are. You are, and you will feel that way after we talk about how badass you are on the show. That's right. So. Um, but let's go ahead and get started with like, kind of back it up. We went like so fast forward on everything, but growing up, tell us a little bit about little Jennifer and growing up. Were you an avid, avid cyclist? Were you a bad, I know you said you're not a badass, but you are. Were you a badass then? Were you just kind of getting through life? No, I... I don't think I was a badass. I, (laughs) I was somewhat athletic, but not super athletic. I just liked riding my bike to school. Um, really, I think it was like the sense of freedom that, you know, riding a bike when you're a kid brings to you. We had a bike club in our neighborhood. Um, it was very organized. We had regular meetups and so it's kind of funny that. Yeah. Oh gosh. It was yeah very organized. We meet here on these days. We go around the neighborhood. We would chase the boys. They would chase us. <laughs> uh huh. There we it go. Was, yeah, it was fun, and we'd you know <laughs> ride our bikes uh, into Broderpool and just explore. 
go places where our parents didn't know we were and it was fun and we were, we were fine. And yeah. That sounds more like it. I was waiting on that part. Like the organized, I can kind of see, but like we were evading the parents a little bit. Now, now we've got some accessibility here that I understand. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, see you at midnight. I'll be back. I'm taking That's my right. Exactly. Uh, so Jennifer, talk about those spin classes um, that turned into the group rides and were the spin classes mainly male? Um, you know, I think the spin classes were a mix of male and female. Um, and it just kind of happened. Um, I was working downtown on Mass Ave and then, um, I was actually working in an event that the why that we were that we were uh, that the company I was working for at the time put on with the YMCA and they had a tent set up and one of the managers said, "Hey, you should check out this spin class." And I just like my knees don't hold up running and I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll check it out." I mean, and uh and then I went in the first class, they were like they were just going all out and I thought it was a 30 minute class and then 30 (laughs) minutes came and went and they kept going. And I was like, Holy shit, this is like an hour (laughs) class. I'm going to die. What? Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was pretty humorous. So so. how did you kind of fall in with this group of guys and, and kind of become their fearless leader in a way? Um, so I just kept going back to the class and they, I figured out that they were also road cyclists. And at the time I was like, riding my mountain bike on the trails, um, the paved trails in Indy. And I was like, how do I go faster? And they were like, oh, you really need a road bike. And I was like, well, what kind of bike? Like, what do I need to do? And they, you know, they started shepherd, shepherding me into this whole um, process of buying a bike and starting to go on group rides. And it was, I mean, it was just kind of comical because I had no idea what I was doing and they were all like really fast guys. And so then I just got sucked into it because it was fun. Yeah. Are you, what are you, are you naturally competitive? I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Um, you know, I was like prior to cycling, um, I had what I called my five-year hobbies. So in college, um, in high school and college, it was all about art, 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 drawing, painting, loved it. And then, um, after college, I really got into yoga. So it was like all out yoga. And then as soon as I started riding, I was like, well, I need to go all in with riding. So really kind of let my yoga <laughs> practice go by the wayside a bit. but it was the five-year hobby that turned into the 10 year hobby that turned into the, you know, now I'm going on 15 years. So, um, it, it was the hobby that stuck that I really enjoy doing. So you mentioned, Jennifer, that you enjoyed it's a lot of fun for you. What what about it do you find most appealing, most fun? Is it the camaraderie? Is it the exercise? Is it a combination of all those things? I think it's a yeah, it's definitely a combination of all of those things because um I view riding as like a social outlet because I've met so many people um through cycling. And then the byproduct of that is like the health and fitness. Um so it's, you know, it's really hard, but it's also a lot of fun. And I've met tons of people and it's changed, you know, it's really like, I would say it's changed the trajectory of my life, um, in positive ways and just all the people that I've, um, that I've met through it. 
And you have been racing, right? Is that, did I (laughs) I used to race. (laughs) Okay. All right. So tell us about that because again, I mean, I've, I've done a few spin classes here and there, nothing to brag about. Uh, then even a couple of group rides with like organizations like team and training and a couple of other groups, yeah. uh, but never did I feel like I would continue on and then, and race and then make it a career. So I'm, I'm fascinated by that whole journey that you've taken, but, but so you used to race, what was that like? Um, criterium racing is really scary. It is, it's totally, you're going super fast in tight proximity to other people um, tight corners. It would, I just kind of like happened upon it by getting sucked into this group of people that were doing the same thing. Um, and I, I, I just, I found that I enjoyed it and it, but it was like that it was scary, but there's like that adrenaline rush with doing it. And I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I'm like, actually, I kind of avoid things that are scary. Like I'm going to crash my bike. Um, so eventually that's why I stopped racing. I was like, I think I'm a better promoter of bike races than bike racing, but, um, well, I can tell you Jennifer, because I used to work for Nuvo and of course we sponsored the mass Ave crit yeah. and not only you mentioned that it's, I've obviously never done it, been a racer. It's I'm sure it's very scary for racers, but it's very scary for people who are spectators because <laughs> right. you are just waiting for people to crash and collide and break things. And it's, it's a frightening event. It's, it's exhilarating, but it's, it's scary. You're right. Yes, it is. Yeah. Tell us about, so you call it the criterium or crit, right? The great. So what does that route look like? And some listeners probably aren't from Indianapolis, so they won't know what mass app is and all that other stuff, but like, is it a certain number of, um, times around uh, the, the, the street, certain route, like, tell me, obviously I'm not explaining it right, but so my, the explanation that I use that everyone gets is it's the Indianapolis 500 on a bicycle, plain okay. and simple. It's, it's so like a triathlon, everyone is racing for their own individual time versus in a criterium race, they're going on a closed loop track. It's on a city street. Um, but safe from cars because we've closed the streets and um, they're racing against one another. So there's only one winner at the end. It's the person who crosses the finish line first, but you race a number of laps and then it gets down to, um, then it kind of converts to a time-based thing at, like toward the end. There's like five laps to go, four, three, two, one, and then the winner. Um, so most of the, most of the races are anywhere between 45 minutes and 75 minutes. Some can go as long as 90, um, and the longer races are for the more experienced, um, riders, but yeah, it's like Indy 500 on, on a bike. On a bike. Okay. Well, that's cool. That, that helps explain it. Um, and it sounds like, uh, fans really get into it too. Probably, uh, maybe not so much the and like the 500 where they're maybe drinking and having their heyday, but they're, oh, no, they're doing no. that. Oh, they're it's doing, all about doing the party. That. Oh, wait, what? It's, no, it's we, all about the party. That's we, what it is. Okay. All right. Well, get, so tell us a little bit more about then how you got into your career of it as well, too. And I want to like now, because now I'm like, I'm going to be thinking about the party, but I want to talk about what the event is and that kind of the career that you have now, because you're yes. actually, you are running the IU health momentum Indy, right? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. So um, can we bring like our own cooler and stuff? We're just going to sit on the side of the street and drink and party. <laughs> but you guys are there. Must we, be- so we can take care of the beer for you because oh, Sun what? King comes out. Yeah. We've got food trucks. Um, Sun King, uh, they, they bring their beer. It It's a big street party. Um, so Mass Ave Crit is one of the races that's part of this weekend. The Indy Crit is another race that's part of the weekend. Um, we have like a ride, the Honor Major Taylor ride, um, just tons of little different bike things going on all throughout the weekend. But um, it's fun to stand against the barricades and watch these crazy maniacs going like 35, 40 miles an hour on their bikes. You can feel the wind go by because you're right there next to the athletes and you can like drink a beer and heckle them and uh, listen to music. And yeah, it's, that's that's so cool. I'm so, okay. So we're actually taping for the listener. Who's like really excited. Now we're going to burst your bubble because we're, we're doing this interview on, um, uh, on the 11th, (laughs) August 11th. And the event itself is at the end of August. And we probably won't air this one just because we have some other things in the, uh, the queue and timing wise, this won't air until September, uh, September, October. So for our listeners who are like, Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Well, you're going to have to wait a year. Um, and that's a plan for next year. Yeah, totally plan for next year, right? Yep. But then there's also a series, right? Jennifer, is that right? So this is part of a series. So yes. tell us about that too. Yeah, so this is a part of a, um, a national race series of 10 criteriums across the country. Um, we like to think we're the best races. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Don't we think? Um, we know we're the best. <laughs> and um So Indianapolis is the ninth, is the ninth race of 10 and the series concludes in St. Louis at the gateway cup. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot of fun, like being a part of this, the American criterium cup and seeing that get started and, um, and, you know, yeah, it just took our, it took our event to the next level. That's awesome. So you've parlayed an avocation into a vocation, which is amazing. What, what's the best thing about your job? Ah, um, you know, I, I really enjoy seeing like all of these things that we like envision all year coming together. Um, and just like seeing everyone in the community who loves biking and loves getting out and like doing fun things, um, in downtown Indianapolis, like seeing the whole community kind of rally around this. I think that's, um, that's a lot of fun. Now, Jennifer, do you also partake in leisurely biking still, or is it all competitive or do you like go for a stroll or do you do bike <laughs> indie or, you know? Uh, so I always said I could make yoga competitive. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me to like hold back the reins and not, like do the fast group rides. But that being said, I, you know, I enjoy like going on bike rides with our kids and, and things yeah. like that. So yeah. So Stevie, we're not going to invite her to go bike riding with us because that one a, time a year a, that we, I actually go. Yeah. I was like, Hey, we haven't gone bike riding together. You and I ever, um, and B she will kick our asses. So there's, well, that. no, no. I mean, I know how to like, I know how to blow it down. Her. 
<laughs> so yeah, that and Kelly, I will say that you and I have been drinking together several times. So I challenge Jennifer to hang with us in that arena anytime because we are professionals. I cannot <laughs> hang in that arena. Okay, we got okay. It. yeah, <laughs> and not that Stevie and I are competitive by any means either. Please don't get us wrong about that. Um, but talk a little bit about I think the fact that you're the only, and I hopefully I'm not getting this wrong, but you're the only female founder and event manager of the series. Is that right? So um, we do have another woman who is one of the managers of the um, the Sunny King race in Anniston, Alabama. That's yeah. part of the series. But um, I'm one of I'm the only founder woman that's part of the series. See, that's cool. That's badass. Yeah. Again, um, how well, she's pretty what? badass too. I mean, yeah. she yeah, can oh, hold yeah. her own. She can hold her. Own. I like it. Well, again, kind of going back to like, just how did that tell us about the American series kind of went through like the cities and all that other thing, but is this just a continual way of like advocating for cycling, looking for more events, looking for more opportunities? Um, The series is a great way to like keep the athletes engaged and, and really like help elevate the profile of, um, of racing of criterium style racing in America. Um, so really like we just want more people to know about this exciting form of professional, um, sports that is largely unheard of. Um, we're live streaming the event this year. So that's cool. It's like brings the racing to people's computers and living rooms. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to it. I think that's amazing. So we'll have to, where can people learn about it? Because again, they've missed it because we're doing this, airing this later, but where can people follow so that they're there next year? And then just, are there opportunities to support the world of cycling here in Indianapolis or others throughout mm-hmm. the year? Yeah. Um, so they can go to AmericanCritCup.com to find out more. And then there's a live stream link where they can watch replays of the events um, through outside TV, um, or they can go to our website, www.momentumindy.org, um, to learn more about all the things that we are doing. Okay, cool. So I want to like, and I know Stevie's got some questions too, but I want to flip to like, what, what do you think has led to your success? Now I kind of want to focus on you, like your badassery. Um, what do you think led to your success and how you've gotten to where you are today? Um, you know, I think, I think a lot of success stories begin with your parents and like your family, um, and your family being supportive of you and, um, raising you to like, never let obstacles or setbacks get you down and to get back up and dust yourself off. If things don't go right, keep at it. Um, sometimes you have to know when to quit. (laughs) That's another important thing, but, uh, no, I think it's like just kind of, um, just having a grittiness and a willingness to like stick your neck out and take a risk. But I would say my parents foremost, um, I have, so my, my former boss, she was a great mentor. Um, and you know, sometimes she was really tough, but you just kind of learn from people like that. When she came in in her cowboy boots, we were like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Do you want to give a shout out to I was gonna Liz say. Dylan? Yeah, Liz, Liz Dylan. Dylan. She was okay. a great mentor. Yeah. So take the professional 
part out of it, Jennifer, how would you recommend to a novice who's interested in cycling, but not really sure how to get into it? Like what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is interested, but just not sure how to break into that arena? Yeah. Um, so in Indiana, uh, a lot in a lot of cities, there are really strong, um, cycling communities. So, you know, go to your local bike shop, ask them, like who's doing, who's hosting rides. A lot of bike shops will host rides. Um, the, the, the team that I'm part of team Nebo Ridge, um, Nebo Ridge bicycles used to have this and they still do. It's now gray goat, but they had a, a group ride where they would break in the groups up into ability levels. So you, you could find a starter, like a beginner level ride that kind of met you where you were in your journey so you, and then they, they bring you up through the group. So if you want to get better, you can like move your way up to the next group and keep challenging yourself that way. That's cool. I have a funny, um, gross and I'm get, I can't believe I'm going to admit this story on the podcast. Uh, but I was doing some group rides when I was doing a few of them. Cause I did, um, the century rides, a hundred mile bike rides. Oh, wow. Leukemia society. I did that in memory of a, uh, a friend of mine whose sister passed away from leukemia. So I got really, uh, I was very passionate about that and, and, uh, enjoyed raising money and then doing events like that in her memory. But my first group, one of my first group rides that I went to, why am I telling this story? We get up to a um, stoplight and I farmer snotted. Like I had, you know, like I needed to, (laughs) I didn't know what to do. So, you know, blew the snot Mm -hmm. out of the side of my nose. Jenny knows because we run together and I'm gross like that, even as a runner. Um, I'm just gross like that, but very, that's hot. Yeah. Right. So hot. But the funniest part, so here I am like kind of, you know, honking farmer's not on the side and a guy coming up to me who was um, at a different pace, a different level, had a tissue box on his um, arrow bars and he's like, like, you know, he's like using the tissue and I'm like, okay, so not only are we all on different levels, (laughs) skill set levels, we're also like, okay, I'm going to, Stevie, ask her another question. Preparedness levels, preparedness (laughs) levels. I will. I'm going to segue that right into something else. So Jennifer, during COVID, I know that a lot of bike shops couldn't even hold on. Like they were flying out the doors, right? So do you feel like that level of enthusiasm and participation in cycling has sustained? Do you see it with an uptick? Has it waned at all? What's your assessment with that? Um, I think, yeah, we did see a lot of people um, riding and I think it has continued um, I think it's leveled off a little bit. And, you know, if you ask the local bike shop owner, they'd probably tell you that it has. Um, but, you know, it was really, you know, I think everyone looks for that silver lining in what, you know, with the pandemic. And, and that was a really nice silver lining in that more people discovered riding their bike as uh, a way to social distance and, and stay fit and healthy. Yeah. I feel like anything leisure was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I bet six feet is probably a good distance for my farmer's not. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Let's keep on that, Kelly. That's, that's a great. No. All right. All right. All right. Back to real. Um, that's a good so, skill. You, yeah. you need that when you're writing. I'm really good. Seriously. I, I'm not gonna lie. Even when I'm running, but not next to people, but all right. So with everything that you've done and all the success that you've had and your five-year hobbies that you've had and your 
family, you mentioned kids and all that, but what are you most proud of and, and what matters most to you? I would say with life, um, my family, um, health, faith, um, those are, those are the most important to me. Yeah. Have you found a way to kind of marry the, those with your work passion too? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's always like, I think I found a way to like strike a balance, Mm -hmm. not, not in the weeks leading up to planning the event. (laughs) Which by the way, like I said, we are doing this interview just a couple of weeks before the event. So, so glad that you um, took the time and, um, made the time to talk to us. Uh, Thank you. Today. I'm, I'm now I'm having like a Mai Tai somewhere like <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. We well, only have five minutes left in the podcast, but so we both probably have one more question, Stevie. I know which one you want to ask. So you go. Are you sure you do? No, I was okay. that up. Um, what I, well, now I don't remember what I was going to ask. Kelly. <laughs> Cause did you want me to ask or no, you ask whatever you want to ask. Jennifer, what um, in your career has been the biggest challenge you've had to overcome and how did you overcome it? Um, I would say it's, it has been challenging being a woman in a male dominated sport. Um, So like 80% of cyclists are male uh, road cyclists. Um, Why? It it's just because it's like, there's, I think that element of danger and like, you know, a lot of, it's just not, it's just been predominantly male. Um, so then there's even fewer females. And then there's like this personality type of males, <laughs> probably <laughs> females that it draws. And it, it's just, it's like, I think that's been um, hard because you just have to be like really uh have a lot of conviction in what you're doing and not get pushed around by these really dominant men. <laughs> intense. I assume there, I, I know yes. through cyclists, intense is a word that I would use. Yes, exactly. Well, good, for you, good for you for sticking with it and, and showing that grit for sure. So, um, but our, so our last question, we always like to ask our final question is really around gifts and what gifts women have, which are a lot of them and you have a lot of them as well, but what gift do you think that you have and how do you like to share that with others? Hmm. That's a good question. What, what gift do I have? I mean, I, I think I'm loving and humorous. So I try to share, I just try to share that, um, with others just in life in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are two great things. Those are yeah, I'm like, I can't expound upon that. Um, you don't have to, you just drop the mic on that. You're like, I'm loving and I'm humorous. Drop the mic. Stevie well and I would add, and you're a badass. And seriously, Jennifer, you started this, the program by saying that you're not a badass, but with all that you've accomplished and all that you've done and your passion and advocacy for the world of cycling, I think is amazing. And I'm excited to learn more about it. I'm excited to follow the crit and learn more now that I, and not just because I can go drink, but I mean, that's, and that's a little bit of it. I mean, now that I know you, but you should, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should. <laughs> but it also, 
sounds like beyond the big event that's here in Indianapolis, there's a lot that you do throughout the year and you continue to um, advocate for cyclists, for women in cycling, which mm-hmm. you know we're always going to be supportive of that. So um, for all of that and, and for everything that you're doing, you truly are a badass. Well, Absolutely. Thanks. thanks for being with us, Jennifer. And yeah, thanks to all you. of you badasses out there listening. We'd love to hear what you think. Write a review or shoot us a message at badassrelife at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at badassrelife. Uh, we'd love to give a shout out to Kevin McLeod for our podcast theme music. And of course, a huge shout out to our badass producer, Jenny Duran. Until next time, keep being your badass self. And Stevie, dust off the damn bike. I know I need to dust off my bike and I'll come ride to the lake and we'll just like, you know, spend a spend an evening at the lake. Yeah. Oh, but then you have to ride my bike back. Oh, so maybe don't pack the flask or pack the flask. I don't, yeah, why not? Or I'll have Kirsch drive me home. Here we go. <laughs> Bingo. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye.